Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, ho, welcome to the show. Dom, I was talking to my friend today. He was telling me about a money-making scheme that happened at his school. Mm. I tell you what, if you did it as an adult, jail. <laughs> Straight <laughs> away. Well, why? Okay, are we talking like arms dealing? What do you mean jail? Oh, uh, I think it's just, it would be considered these days pretty fraudulent. Yeah, I think right. back in the day, back when you're wearing a school uniform, back yeah. when you have a locker, you can get away with this stuff. But this is a schoolyard hustle that was cleverer mm. than I've ever heard one. Okay, it's funny because I think everyone's school had someone who was trying to pull a bit of a hustle in the lunch yard. Yeah. You know, someone who was trying to be a young entrepreneur who was wheeling and dealing. That's mm. sort of what, what every school had one. Yep. Some selling more legal than others. Selling Coke in the bathrooms. Yeah. What, Coca-Cola? <laughs> and then we left school <laughs> and now selling Coke in the bathrooms <laughs> of the nightclubs. <laughs> You could see their career path. Yeah, the career trajectory is right there in front of them. Absolutely. Uh, before 12 o'clock tonight, though, I will share that story and hopefully get a few schoolyard hustles on the air. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I ended up hiding from an ex of mine that I saw in a supermarket this afternoon. I don't know if it was the most balanced response to the situation. No, you don't want to be hiding in no. social situations, especially no, not, not at the supermarket. Yeah, well, so I was walking through Coles. I was walking actually out of the confectionery aisle, which I call my home base. That's my home ground advantage. That's where you feel most safe. Oh, that's it. That's where I spend most of my time. So walking out of there at the front, and I saw this girl I went on a couple of dates with last year Mm -hmm. walking into the supermarket. And I panicked. Yeah. I panicked. Because there's no back door in the supermarket, no. is there? There's no way you can get out. You have to go through those checkouts. That's it. There's the one entrance, one exit. That's kind of all you got, right? So I was panicking because things didn't end awkwardly. We went on like maybe one or two dates, but it, the conversation just fizzled. Zach thinks I ghosted her. Well, I it sounds awkward what you well, say. I mean, fizzling <laughs> is awkward. Fizzling is awkward, yeah. Basically, the conversation just died off. I think we were both... We both signaled, not going to happen here, nothing. No spark. You know what I mean? You know that spark that's in all of those great love stories? Not happening here. Okay. So I didn't know what to do, right? So at the moment I saw her work, walk in, I panicked. And I was like, I need to find a place to hide. Because a conversation with this girl is going to be really awkward. And I figured that the least popular aisle at a supermarket is the, you know, the gardening aisle. They have like gardening, some cleaning products, like mops and stuff, you know, yeah, right near the end. Never anyone in there. Never anyone and in honestly, there. Honestly, I've never seen anyone in that aisle. No. Yeah. There must be a one person limit. <laughs> yeah. Like it must yeah. be like a nightclub. <laughs> where someone lets one person in, they go, sorry, you can't go on that island until one person leaves. Yeah, well, see, my, my uh, maybe that's why it's there, to, to give people a spot to hide if they see something they don't want to see. Breather. Go there. You're not going to be swatted by anyone. Thankfully, when I went in there, they sort of had like a section of mops and brooms and stuff that you could actually sort of hide behind. So I sort of stepped up next to the mop. It was like stepping up on a shelf almost next to the mops. Like when you're a kid. Yeah. And you'd hide in the clothes in, in the, the clothes. clothes store. Exactly. You'd open them up and you'd go inside. Yeah. So I stood there for a good 10 to 15 minutes. I was keeping an eye out both ways on the aisle, waiting until I saw her pass into the freezer section. You know, just waiting. Because the moment she's done that, I have my escape. But you I'm know out. what's such a poor planning about this? What? Is like if you go into the middle of an aisle, yeah. you're stuck. What happens well, if she starts coming down the aisle? What would you have done? What would you have done? Uh, what you have to do is just watch where she went and yeah. then instantly go out. Once she's in, you have to cross over out. Yeah. I mean, that might've been smarter. I did oh, when panic. she's coming in, you go out the self-serve checkout. 
Yeah. Oh, look, all of these would have been great options, but I, I froze. I yeah. panicked in the moment. It's like, I didn't know what we were going to say. It would have been awkward. It would yeah. have been the whole, hey, how's life going? You know? And, and because we both have decided we don't want to be with each other. Do you know what I mean? Did she like, say I'm, that to you? Well, no, but like we've moved on. We've moved on. I'm in a relationship. She's probably in a relationship. It's awkward now. Mm. It's awkward. Because here's the situation, right? Is I didn't, uh, obviously it fizzled out a year ago, but we know each other enough that we're going to stop to say hello. Mm. You know, you can't just not do that. Anyway, look, I got lucky. I had my moment where she left. She, I saw her walk past into the freezers towards the ice creams and the frozen vegetables. And I literally sprinted. I sprinted out of the supermarket, Zach, mm. to my car straight home. Mm. I don't know if I'm going shopping ever again. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was totally terrifying because you're in that situation and there's nothing you can do. That's quite an extreme to go to avoid an ex, to stay in an aisle for 15 minutes. I was literally hiding behind mops. Yeah. I, my, there was like mop. What, what do you call that stuff at the end of a mop? Mop hair. Is that what it's called? Probably. Mop. There was mop I think hair that's on my what, face. I think that's just called a mop. <laughs> yeah, okay, and then you have a mop handle. Right. Well, there was mop on my face yeah. as I'm hiding there. But uh, look, I, I want to know how bad other people uh, have reacted to this before. 13, 10, 60. What lengths have you gone to to avoid an ex? I mean, maybe like me, you've, you've hidden somewhere when you've seen them out. Maybe you've had to change the cafe you've, you go to every day. Maybe you've even had to move for you an You might ex. have quit your job. Well, actually, if friend, your ex is at work. A friend of mine uh, worked at a restaurant, went on one awkward date with someone who worked at the restaurant, went so badly that they quit the restaurant. Mm. Had to go get a different job. And the problem with the restaurant is there's no mops to hide behind. <laughs> well, so what are you meant to do? Yeah, you're in major trouble there. So it's, look, 13, 10, 60, what lengths have you gone to to avoid an ex? Now, producer Jack, you're saying in that song, you've actually gone to quite a distance to avoid an ex. Yeah, I did actually pick up a new sport, a new hobby, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, we were at the uh, beach. There was a lake section next to the beach, mm. which was great. It was someone's birthday. We were all there. And someone just pops up and goes, oh, your ex is coming by. They're just swinging by. Yeah. <clears throat> Apologies. And I said, maybe this is the time to go stand up paddleboarding. <laughs> Now, have you, are you, were you into stand-up paddleboarding before this? I'm not a seafarer. I don't like <laughs> the sun, don't like the beach, don't like the water, don't like yep. any of it. Yep. I just said, I need to get as far away. There's a vast expanse of water ahead of me. That's my option. Yeah, okay. So how long were you stand-up paddleboarding for? About 15 minutes. Yeah. There was a lot of stand-up paddleboarding at the start and then a lot of just sitting <laughs> sure. on the board. That's sitting actually uh, statistically the reason a lot of people get into stand-up paddleboarding. <laughs> You would know if you went and bought one. That's why a lot of people get into it. We have Zach on the Gold Coast. How far did you go to avoid an ex, Zach? Hey, guys. Good to be on the show. Um, I had a snow trip booked for Japan Mm. and found out my ex was going to be in the same area I was planning on being at that time. So I moved my trip to a different snow resort in Japan. Oh, wow. And then booked a further trip skipping that entire area and going to the U.S. instead. Jeez. How, how much money did you lose with all the rebooking, Zach? Oh, a couple grand. Oh, that's mm. rough. Messy but you break, don't want to, You don't want to run into them on the lift. No, you, you know, don't. And when they put you into a pair on the ski lift, yeah. imagine if you're on the other side of the world and you got put with your ex and you had to ride that five minutes awkwardness. Yeah. Well, the other awkward part with skiing or, or snowboarding is you've got so much like ski gear on. Oh, true. It's sort of hard to tell where the other person is. So you could be, you could take a seat next to someone, you mm. know what I mean? At like the, the cafe or something. Only then take your beanie and goggles off and realize who you sat next to. This one sounds bad. Marissa in Brisbane. Was this on a plane, Hi. your story? Yeah. <laughs> on a plane to Sydney. What happened? Um, we're just waiting for the plane and I looked up. I've only like seen him a 
like a fancy times on a fancy date. Mm. And yeah, he was two seats behind me, and then we were on the escalator together, and I dropped my luggage, and he had to pick it up for me, and then he bolted. Oh, so <laughs> when he picked he it up, do you think he, that's the first yeah. time he recognized you? No, he recognized me before we got on the flight, and as soon as we got to like the bottom after getting our luggage, he uh, bolted away from me when we got to the taxi line, and I was like, okay. Okay, Marissa, well, here, we've got, we've got someone we can ask this to, because you saw an ex run away. <laughs> Dom ran away from an ex. He thinks he got away f- he, he got away with it with no one watching him, but you're saying you saw your bloke. Oh, I watched him bolt. <laughs> so do you know what okay. this means, Dom? What? You got caught today. I don't think... <laughs> they saw you run out. Not necessarily. I reckon they might have been in the freezer aisle at Coles having mm. a good look at the, the discounted frozen vegetables. I think I got away with it. So if if they saw you run out, yeah. the two options in their head is either mm. Dom's avoiding me yeah. and he doesn't want to be awkward mm. or he just got sudden onset diarrhea. <laughs> Which one would you rather your ex knowing? <laughs> Probably the second one, to be honest. <laughs> Dom and his classic IBS. <laughs> there he goes again. Ah, uh, he hasn't changed. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for a bit of an art project. Trashy TV poetry. This is where we get the characters, storylines and themes from a current affair and try to turn them into high-class art, Dom. Mm. It, it, look, it is honestly the most admirable thing you've done on this show. It's been running for a little while now, Zach. And can I say, I consider you one of the great artists. For me... I go Leonardo da Vinci. Hmm. I nearly said DiCaprio. I guess that works yeah, too. He's a pretty good artist, artist as well. Um, I go um, Van Gogh. Mm, I like that you could think of a, another artist. And I go um, Michelangelo. <laughs> Ninja Turtle or artist? <laughs> artist. And then I go Zach Mander. Okay. That's my top four. That's okay. my big four. Top four is a weird number. I thought you would have said my name at three. I should have. Because I did, 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 did give me 10 seconds to think of Michelangelo. I'll, I'll tell you what we're doing here. So our first yeah. poem tonight, um, it's about someone who has very high aspirations for themselves mm. and maybe they don't quite reach it. Roses are red. If you need representation, don't pick this one. You're not a lawyer. You're not a barrister, but you're claiming to be one. <laughs> the classic. Oh, claiming God. to be a lawyer when they're not. Yeah. Again, it's their fodder. It's their daily bread, a current affair. Someone who thinks they're a lawyer but isn't was that. And I also thought I heard atmosphere from outdoors. Oh, yeah, this was walking down the street. This is a street chase? Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, This one happened in the street as well. Mm. A little bit different, though. It was a parking incident. Roses are red. This behaviour could make you a hermit. Young mum Yasmina must have thought the world was her car park when she decided to get creative and use a homemade disability permit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, a current affair never change. Oh, phenomenal. So a woman has gone and made up one of those... They printed their own parking permit to park in a disabled spot, but I don't believe that they were entitled to that. No. Um... That privilege. Yep. Again, I mean, it's just a kind of... Maybe maybe that person could use the dodgy lawyer, you know, <laughs> to defend themselves. Uh, like, that's, that's what they should do. They should start a Facebook group for people who are the target of current affair investigations. Oh, the, well, they can cross over and see where they can help yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Guys, by the way, after a current affair stormed in, my fence is broken. Any dodgy tradies here who mm. can fix it? Wanted. One neighbour from hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's it. If all the neighbours from hell lived next to each other, no one would complain, would they? Put them all in the same street, mm. all the neighbours from hell. Uh, our last one tonight. This yeah. one is actually pretty heavy. Okay. Roses are red. Thanks to authorities, 
this disaster was averted. She was the glamorous air hostess on a mission to have her husband murdered. Holy crap. <laughs> Takes a sharp turn, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. She's, uh, you know, they're saying that she's the uh, glamorous air hostess. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm following. <laughs> uh, that's, I'm not sure she should be allowed in the Facebook group. I've changed my mind. Kick her out. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. 131060, what was your score? Schoolyard hustle. My friend was telling me this, in my opinion, mm. is a whole nother level. Yeah. People at his school, what they were doing to make money was they would download illegally different yeah. software programs, yeah. torrent them, right? And then this is like 10 years ago when that technology was pretty hard to get. Sure. And then they would set up a stall at their school and basically said, what software do you want? We'll get it for you. What game do you want? Mm. We'll get it for you. So you could go to them. You go to this little store set up in the schoolyard Mm. and you'd give them a program. You'd give them a game that you wanted. The next day, boom, CD-ROM in your locker. You got Halo. Yeah. The new Halo. Did did your friend take them up on the offer? Ever? I'm not sure if he was in. Uh, he definitely wasn't involved in the in the selling of it. Yeah. I don't know if he ever uh, purchased. But he said the teachers found out. Big trouble. Well, no, I mean they're lucky the law didn't find out. It's fraud. It, yeah, it is legitimate fraud. Uh, infringement of copyright. Yep. Uh, a whole another thing. If you did it as an adult, jail. Probably. Who'd come after you? I mean, Adobe'd come after you. Microsoft's coming after you if you pirating Word. Mm. Really, they're all coming after you, aren't they? I know that every school had someone in the grade yes. who was making money on the sly. Yeah, it was an entrepreneurship from a young age. Some could argue that you should get grades for it because that shows real skills economics. for the business world. Oh, exactly. Economics shouldn't be about if you can analyze a case you know, in class. That's what the class should be. Yes. You should start, they should start at the start of the term and they go, we're starting now. Whoever can make the most money by the end of term, <laughs> you get an A. Within the law or creative? You'd have two streams. <laughs> Illegal economics. Illegal and yeah. So, legal. yeah, 131060, did someone run a bit of a schoolyard hustle at your school? Or even, I'd love to hear, I would love to hear from people who ran the hustle themselves. Did you, you know have I mean? a hustle at your school? Well, the, there was a kid in the grade below me whose dad worked for Smith's Chips. Wow. Um, and that's that's the dream for every kid, basically. That's like having, you know, your dad is Willy Wonka, more or less, isn't it? <laughs> basically, worked at Smith's Chips, unlimited free supply of chips. I had a friend who once, the rumor was, the friend once went to this guy's house, and he said chips everywhere. Wall-to-wall chips. <laughs> yeah. Their he beds said, were just made out of chips. Well, he said they went into the garage to get a cricket bat, and he said, I would have counted 10,000 packets of chips, like in boxes and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's it is like going to uh, Charlie's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Anyway, and this kid would always bring like a big box of chips in in the morning because they didn't sell Smith's chips at the, the school um, tuck shop. They'd sell like a knockoff brand. So he'd bring in the, the quality Smith's chips. What was he asking? Two bucks a packet. Ooh. Yeah. First. And these were the smaller ones. He's so marking those up a bit. He's definitely That's marking more than those Coles. up. But honestly, he'd bring them in at eight in the morning. They'd be gone before first class every what? single day. Another one that happened. And yet. also I did partake. Did you? How many did you get? Uh, probably. I, I often wasn't there early enough because I slept in. Yeah. But when I was there early enough, I probably would have had 10, 20 packets in my time. You go salt and vinegar? No, I hate salt and vinegar. What Chicken, you? barbecue or original. Yeah. Sometimes cheese and onion. Why not? <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> That's in the one day. Uh, the other one that happened at my school is the guys who worked at KFC. They'd get the leftover chicken yeah. on the bus the next morning. Cold <laughs> KFC by now. They'd sell it $1 a piece. Yeah. The, it, there was never any chicken left by the time the bus got to school. Oh, Very geez. popular. Yeah, I can imagine. Because KFC is a food that tastes good the second day, I reckon. Does it improve? Cold? Well, uh, I'm not sure. Also, it... <laughs> I'm not sure if it was refrigerated overnight. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it would necessarily improve, but I'm just saying compared to your options at school, that's the thing. It is such a limited marketplace. You have the, the you know, tuck shop, the uniform shop, maybe like a, a stationery shop. Those are your three. That's your economics. 131060. How did kids make money at your school? What mm. was the schoolyard hustle? Maybe you ran it. Maybe you participated. Maybe you saw it from afar. Oh, I'd love also to know if people got in trouble, got busted. That'd be great too. Lauren on the Gold Coast, how did kids make money at your school? All right, so this guy uh, would sell soft drink cans through his locker because mm. the tug shop would charge $2. Instead, mm. he was selling them through a dollar through his locker. Clever. Undercut uh, the tuck would shop. A dollar make, how much profit would a dollar make you, though? If you can get Cokes on sale, you'd mm. go for about 50 cents a can. Okay. So 50% markup. Pretty good. So it's a long game. I mean, you're not making thousands no, in your first week. You're doubling your money. You are doubling your money. Straight away. Yeah. That's but good money. Tuckshot would have been filthy about that one. I reckon soft drink could be a pretty common one. Did they get caught, Lauren? Do you know? Did they get caught selling the, the soft drinks? No, he actually was able to do it all through high school until he graduated. Maybe. Do you know what he's up to now? I don't know if I should ask. No, I don't know. I have not heard his name since. Yeah. Let's go to Brody. On, what's, what's the name of the Apple CEO? Tim, Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Maybe Mary Lauren just called Tim Cook. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. It's possible. Hey, Brody's on the Sunshine Coast. <laughs> Yours was on a school camp, was it, Brody? Yeah, so in high school I did Air Force cadets, so I was quite adept at camping. Yeah. And my year 10 camp was a week-long hike. Yeah. And I took with me a bunch of chocolate, some long-life milk, and other, other luxury items. Yeah. And on about day three, I started to pull them out and everybody was <laughs> having their two-minute noodles and um, started to fuck them off because everybody was told to bring butter money for the way home. Mm. So on about day three, I started to flog them off and, um, yeah, earned a fair, fair bit of money that week. So you just you came prepared to the camp and you'd sell, you know, yeah. high-wanted high items. Hot chocolates and stuff like that to everyone. Hot chocolate, cold winter's night, made with real milk and chocolate. Oh, you can charge um, a lot for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the chocolate. Look how quickly Brody went back into his sales pitch, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, it's tomorrow if I get given the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Well, you've got to learn your skills. This is what smart people see. They see a market. That's it. And they go, when you're stuck out there, they go, you got the money. Mm. I know you've got more than two bucks because it costs five bucks for the bus home. <laughs> I know I can squeeze a bit more out of you. Okay, so uh, well, the the other options we can go to here, I'm going to do Choose Your Own Adventures Act. Do you want to hear from someone who is selling sweeps for the Melbourne Cup, someone who is selling fireworks, or my personal favourite, Vanessa, whose primary school was selling something I certainly would have bought? I think any primary school yeah, seller pr- is what we want to hear from. Because high school, yes. you know, people know about money. You can have a part-time job. Yeah. Primary school hustles. This is amazing. That's where it's at. What was it, Vanessa? Um, they were selling temporary tattoos. So there was a group of girls <laughs> selling temporary tattoos out to kids in the schoolyard. What could you get and what would it cost you? Oh, I think it was, yeah, early 2000s, but I think, like, they were... You know, all different sizes that range from sort of 50 cents to $2. Oh, it's just like a tattoo parlor. Yeah, you go just... in there and they've got them up on the wall. You yeah. get to pick which one you want. Would they apply them, Vanessa, or would you just take it home and apply yourself? Uh, look, to be honest, I can't remember, but mm. um, I think there was a pretty uh, there was a lot of applying in the um, school bathroom. Did you, do um, you, did you buy one, Vanessa? Did you purchase? I think I did. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> I yeah. What do you reckon? Early 2000s. Are we talking saddle club? 
temporary tattoo. Sailor so we Moon, probably. Sailor Moon would be up there. Yeah. Maybe just like a skull and crossbones if you want to show you a bit badass. Did you ever have temporary tattoos? Loved temporary tattoos. You know the ones that came in bubble gum? Yeah. I used to buy them, throw the bubble gum out, keep the tattoo. Yeah. That's a lie. I had the bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one summer holidays covered head to toe in temporary tattoos. Mm. And, that um, would be a good look. Yeah. Mum made me take a bath until they all soaked off. So... <laughs> Sucker, <laughs> love the bar. <laughs> Spend the whole day in it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, so how's this for an overcharged story? I mean, no one likes being overcharged anywhere, but I was at an ice creamery the other day. This place specializes in gluten free waffle cones. They're godsend. Are they rare? They're very rare. As a celiac, you can't have gluten. Honestly, my, my life has been basically free of ice cream cones since I became a celiac. This place does gluten-free waffle cones. Remi- I've got to admit, if, if someone said to me tomorrow, yeah. you're never going to have an ice cream cone again, yeah. not going to bother me. Oh, you're kidding me. I, that's easy to let go. Waffle cones are a top 10 food for me, I reckon. Really? Close to. I love a waffle cone. Half of the fun of an ice cream. Anyway, this place does gluten-free waffle cones, and occasionally I will go and just buy some waffle cones. You know, take them home, have ice creams at home. Okay, you sure. Know? Why just save the fun do they, when you go out? Do they sell them like that? Yeah. You can yeah. buy them. They put them in little boxes and you can take them home with you. Okay. Um, well, at least they do that for me. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's a protocol they have still. It's what? not on the menu. It's not necessarily on the menu. Well, I went in the other day and I hadn't been for a while and I'd forgotten how much they, they charge for these waffle cones. So I said, hey, how much for the gluten-free waffle cones? The one working there says they're $1.50 each. That's so a lot. I, yeah, I suppose it is a lot. But I mean, how much would you expect to pay for a box of 10 waffle cones at Coles? $5. Okay, then it's a lot. <laughs> no context, I suppose. I, I thought for a gluten-free waffle cone, I mean, really, there's no economy to match it on. So I'll pay anything. Sure. Which I learnt very quickly because I said, great, I'll have 10 thanks. She rings up the register, you know, touches a few things on the iPad there, rings up the <laughs> register, $75. That's too much. Well, well, now this might go to say a lot about my lack of math skills, but I didn't realize that initially. You're like, yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> I, I paid it. What? I pressed, I pay passed. I was like, yeah, thanks. Just pay passed. $75. $75 for the 10 waffle cones. That's $7.50 a waffle cone. It did briefly cross my mind. That's a lot of money. But, you know, then I thought, oh, well, I guess I didn't do my calculations right. Moving on. Wait, <laughs> so, hang on. Yeah. Is this the end of the story? <laughs> no, no. Did you pay $75 I did it. Look, for waffle cones and then yeah. never went back? No, what happened there was, was I was standing there while she went off to get the waffle cones. And I'm kind of starting to do the maths in my head. And it's hurting my brain. Yeah, it's taken a while. Because I dropped out of maths in grade 10. It wasn't mm-hmm. my strong suit. So I got the... <laughs> That's just my mind at work. Hang so on. I... <laughs> just got to crunch some of these numbers. I might need to do a reset. You're just staring into the distance. Well, I got the calculator app out. Did you? Oh, <laughs> To figure out that seventy five dollars yeah. was too much. Yeah, we'll just hang did, on. I'll run the numbers. You just did a dollar fifty times ten, which was fifteen dollars. Yeah. Did you know that? That's still a lot for to pay waffle for waffle cones. cones. Yeah, but it's sixty dollars yeah, less than seventy five. Yeah. So she comes back out, and I'm feeling awkward because when you get overcharged, I don't know what you're like. Mm. Do you just straight away say, "Hey, you overcharged me"? Because it's awkward yeah. to say. Yeah, but you just do it in a nice tone. Yeah. Hey, okay. I think that that might be wrong. So I I sort of asked the question. That's the avenue I went with. I was like, "How much for those cones yeah. again?" Yeah. She said, "Dollar fifty. And I said, oh, so for 10 of them, that's, uh, should that be $15? Yeah. And then she realized her mistake. Now, here's what she said. So initially she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. She refunded me the money. So mm. I got my 60 bucks back. I'm still waiting for that to show up on the card though. But uh, she has refunded me that. But then afterwards she said, oh no, I've been doing this maths all night. And I was like, what, what do you mean? What math? 
<laughs> I don't know what's wrong with her iPad, but she said, I've been charging people extra then all night long. Yeah, it's five times the amount. Five times. So I don't know whether she's just, you know, adding a zero. Even adding a zero wouldn't make sense. I'm not sure what's going wrong with her calculations, but essentially what's going on there is she's been charging people. I don't know if other people had him in correcting her. I don't know if people coming in for one scoop of ice cream and paying 40 bucks, mm. but there's, there would have been, she said, like 20 to 30 people who'd been in that night who had been drastically overcharged. What would you have done if she came back and said, I can't mm. change it in the system, yeah. but what I can do <laughs> is give you 50 waffle cones <laughs> to make up for the $75. I'd want to check the expiry date. Yeah. If they last a month, we've got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> you can get through 50. Yeah. Oh, in a, I could do it in two weeks. Actually, I've changed my mind two weeks. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, my friends are doing a challenge that I thought would be appropriate for you. They're trying to get better at knowing the world. Why? Uh, well, it's just about bettering yourself, isn't it? It's like a game. What? Like to... Is Increasing your knowledge. <laughs> no, I've just never... I've not had friends be like, you know what I'd like to do? Learn some more geography. That's not come up in my friendship circle. Well, what they're doing is they're challenging each other to learn how to freehand mm. draw the world. Dom draws the world. He draws the world. Dom draws the world. He draws the world. Now, I know you've had problems in the past with both drawing and knowing where countries were. So I thought this would be a good challenge for you. We get Dom to draw the world. So I've put a minute 30 on the clock. Yeah. I have in front of me a piece of paper and a pen. I'd like you to commentate as you attempt to draw the world. So can I just ask, what do you mean by get draw drawing. the world? What, are you what doing? do you mean by draw a the world? map of the world. So as in if you saw one of those flat maps up in like yes. a classroom. Yes. So it on starts corner. with like America. Mate, you got a minute. Australia. You're wasting right? your 30 Bloody seconds. Hell. Why not starts with America? And America okay. goes like something like that. That's too much. I've taken up too much space for America. All it's right, taken up half the page. Here you go. Here's another piece of paper. Because America certainly isn't half of the map. Bloody hell, how long have I got left? Uh, we are live on Instagram at the moment. If you search for Collective Noun, so, yeah. you'll find it there. You've on got the left, 45 you've got, seconds left. That's America. Beneath America, you have South America like that. Mm -hmm. Then you have like Canada's massive on the top there. Jeez, I've taken up too much space. Mm. Um, you've it's got interesting. Africa. This down there. Why are they circles? I don't know. I'm just, I'm I, Can you at least try to make them the same, okay. the same shape as the country? There's Africa. Okay. Here's like Jeez. Europe. You're not even trying. Are I you am. trying? Europe goes there. Then yeah. Asia's like over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then down here you These have... These are all islands. These are all connected. You have a You know that, right? No. Are they? What, America and Europe? No, they're not. Not, uh, not America and Europe, but well, they are. New the Zealand top. over there. But you've know, got between Europe and Asia a big ocean. Okay. There's a bridge. There that's we go. That's the... Uh, and we'll put some Indonesian islands. Oh, uh, India. I forgot India. That's Here's the time, India. Time's run out. I reckon that's pretty good, actually. Okay, show me. That's not bad. Let's compare this. That's not bad. That's atrocious, Dom. No, it really isn't. This is what you're comparing it to. Well, um, how do you think you went? I reckon... No, actually, look at that. I'm pretty happy. And the reason I'm... I'm don't laugh at me. Okay, the well, that's I'm Australia down the bottom there. Yes. The... It looks like Batman's mask. Oh, okay. Well, did you want me to have accuracy of where the countries were, or the, did you want me to draw The well? main issue is the new ocean that you've created between <laughs> Europe and, and Asia. Yeah. You know what this hey, looks like? but I put a this, bridge there. This would have been, this would have been bang on, mm. like, 10 million years ago, <laughs> before the tectonic plates had moved. I thought... Look, you know when they were yeah. all the continents were one? Yeah. That's what you've drawn. No way. Yeah. It's out, I'm just looking at the actual map. Mm. Did you know South America is like to the right down the bottom of America? I thought it was directly below America. It's like down and to the right. 
You failed this. I did have a globe once, but I used it as a basketball. <laughs> I unplugged it from the little like sphere it was on and yeah. I used it as a basketball. How'd that go? Break it. Yeah. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We're about to break some radio rules. It's the Friday Free Fall. If you call 131060 right now, you're going to go straight on air and you're going to stay on air until somebody else calls up. You see, usually when you call the radio station, you have to go through our producer, Jack. He vets the calls. At the moment, Jack's gone to the toilet. There's no one manning the gates. You can just go straight onto the radio airwaves. It's how Zach likes, sorry, how Jack likes to start the first few minutes of a Friday. Yeah, he Toilet always trip. goes to the bathroom and he never figures out that we're just taking calls no. straight off the desk. And so the rule is simple oh, to hey. don't swear. Hey, oh. don't swear, you're on air. Hey, boys, how you doing? Who's yeah. this? It's uh, Kevin. Oh, no, oh hey, we got another call. Nice to talk to you, Kevin. See you later. <laughs> Hey, you're on air. Don't swear. What's going on? Not much, man. What about you? What's your name? Connor. What's going on, Connor? Uh, not much. Just been shooting. Shooting? Yeah. What are you shooting? Shooting, rooting and booting. <laughs> Just a normal Friday night for you, <laughs> Friday morning? Yeah, that's it. Sorry, Connor. I've got another call coming through. Hey, you're on air. Don't swear. Hi. What's your name? Olivia. Olivia, what are you, you been working tonight? You been out with friends? What are you up to? Nah, heading home from work. What do you do? I'm a bartender. Oh, that's good. What's your favourite drink to make? Um, pina coladas. Oh, my favourite. Dom's favourite drink. <laughs> is it is it okay for a heterosexual guy to order a pina colada? Absolutely. Thank you. I'll do it on the weekend. <laughs> Get your party on. Hey, you're on air. Don't swear. Who are we talking to? Uh, Julian. What's cracking, Julian? Not much, just driving home from work, as like everyone else. You're a bartender as well? No, 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 no. We're at Macca's, well. Oh, gosh. Was, is the soft surf machine working at your Macca's tonight? Definitely not, man. We're doing cleaning it. Uh, You're mean, always cleaning it. How always... clean does it have to be? It just has to. Oh, hang on. Oh, no. I'll produce the jacks on his way in. I reckon we can fit one more in. Yeah, okay. Let's fit this in. Uh, hello, you're on air. Don't swear. Who have we got? Who are we talking to at the moment? Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, who is this? It's John. What part of the country are you calling from, John? Uh, South East Queensland, Gold Coast. Oh. The GC! The GC. Oh, no, hold. Sorry, John. I'm so sorry. My, uh, Jack's come in. Oh, but Jack, Jack oh, my just walked into What the room. are you doing? Jack! I'm so sorry. You go to the toilet at the same time every night. I don't know what you're <laughs> what? eating. Where is the trust? Where's we're, the trust? We're putting calls through. They're going straight on air. So yeah. far, we're talking to John on the Do Gold Coast. Do you want to say something to John? John, I'm disappointed, mate. It's, it's, it's okay. All right, well, okay. I trust you. Thank you, John, for being such a loyal listener. Oh, that's nice. What, what a I'm nice wait. little exchange that we had. Oh, hang on, just I got something to say. John? Yeah, wait. Yeah, wait. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on you, John. <laughs> Sometimes producers are there for a reason. <laughs> we learn that every week. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, uh, this weekend I have my uh, brother, his wife, and, and my little niece uh, come into town. Uh, my niece is turning one as we're doing a bit of a big um, first birthday party on Saturday afternoon in the backyard. Not been to a first birthday party that I remember. I must have done when I was very, very little. No memories of it though. So it's all new for me. Mm. And I was, you know, I was thinking, well, there's so many things about kids parties, you know, young kids parties that are fun. Like 
you pass the parcels and all that sort of thing. I used to love them. How good was pass the parcel? Well, mum wants to do a round of pass the parcel. Now here's where the conflict has come up though. Mum has sat me down and told me when we play pass the parcel, I'm not allowed to win. Who's going to win then? She wants my, uh, my, my niece to win every round. She but isn't the, the, the niece is one, isn't she? Yes. That's she what, can't that's open my a point. parcel. She can't open, well, she, mum thinks, oh, we'll get her, we'll get her mum and dad to open the parcel for her. Well, that's just her opening. opening gifts. That's not pass the parcel. Oh, that's what I'm saying. If she wants to play pass the parcel, surely mm. it's open slather. Yeah, because she has to know the rules. I have waited so long. I, don't, I think it was an eighth birthday party, probably the last time I played pass the parcel. I never ended up, have you ever ended up with a parcel in a game of that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember how it works. So it stops on each person. You unravel. One wrap it. One, one wrap and you yep. might get a lolly. Yep. Or something like that. And then there's a big prize, and then in the there's a big prize down the bottom. Yes. So it goes around. And you know what? I'm thinking about it now. Mm. The parent who was running that game mm. knew who it was going to stop on because they control the music. Yes. I'm just learning now <laughs> that they picked the winner. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's rigged. Yeah, that's outrageous. Forget the 2016 American election. The real Yeah, rigging. they should do a royal commission into that. <laughs> yeah, really Forget should. the bankers. <laughs> that's where it matters. I mean, there was actually a birthday party I went to, a seventh birthday party, where the kids' parents put $200 in the middle what? of What? I know. Some cash? seven-year-old just got $200 cash. That's crazy. Like, what Usually it was like an $8 <laughs> know, plastic toy. Like a hat or something. What does a seven-year-old need $200 for? They wouldn't even care. They would have no concept of how much that <laughs> no, was. No, not at all. But anyway, mum has made me swear that when we sit down on Saturday afternoon to play fast mm. the parcel for my niece's one, one-year-old birthday party, I can't win. That's dumb because the one-year-old's not going to know what to the do with that cash. The one-year-old's not going to know what to do. And also, mum can say that before the game, but once that music starts playing, she can't control how long I hold the parcel. I'll wait till the end of the song. Oh, Dom's running into the bushes. <laughs> He's got the parcel and ran. <laughs> Well, all the best. Hope you win. <laughs> That's all the time we got tonight. If you miss anything, search for Collect Down on iTunes to grab the podcast. Otherwise, we'll be back Monday at 11. Tom and Ollie are up next. See ya. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy. Did you grow up throwing red shells in Mario Kart and playing Crash Bandicoot? Head to pressstart.com.au for the latest in video game news, reviews, and find out where to get the cheapest games at release. Press start for every gamer.